Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Right, it looks like we are live. I cannot believe that we are actually here. So, hi everyone, this is Junior Lara with Authentico Podcast. Super excited to be coming to you guys to you from the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And boy, do we have a topic for you. But before we get to that, let's introduce the very own Gabriela Ramirez Arellano. Gabby, how are you? I'm doing great. How is everybody? Good, good. Awesome, feeling Authentico today. Feeling fantastic. We have some amazing guests joining us today. First up is going to be Izzy Polanco. Izzy, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm great. It's just happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. We're happy that you're here. Yeah, thank you. Great. And we also have Carlos Restrepo. Carlos, how are you, man? I'm doing great. I'd rather be inside than outside, so I'm good. Well, thank goodness we're inside then. Yeah, right. <laughs> Carlos told me, like, you better hurry up and wrap this up quick because I've got somewhere to be. Yeah. All right, so let's get this show started. So we actually have an amazing topic that we're going to be sharing with you guys today. Uh, One topic that, uh, unfortunately, we are all affected by, but also we have some insight that we're going to be talking about from our guests uh, and see how they handle uh, things when they come up. So Gabby, what's our topic for today? So today we're talking about failing forward and embracing failure. And I'm really excited to have both Izzy and Carlos because I know they have amazing stories. So do you want to give them, give everybody a little glimpse of Izzy and Carlos' story? Absolutely. So Izzy, let's start with Izzy first. Izzy is a comprador. Compatriota mía. Exacto. Born in the Dominican Republic. She came to the U.S. at the age of 13, right? And from a very young age, you knew there was something that you wanted to work on that related to your business, right? To starting your own business. So you had a, a daughter who was born in... St. Louis, was it? Yeah, she was born here. Yeah, I am not from St. Louis. I'm a transplant, but I've 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 learned to love the city now. It has a lot to offer. So, I think uh, you know just about everyone that we meet so far, Gabby, like that we've met is a transplant right, of St. Louis. And so they always there's... love it now. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a little hard at first. I'm not going to lie, but it gets better. Awesome. So a little bit about Izzy. Uh, you said here that your main focus is our Get Found STL clients. Uh, can I just say that like our logo, which I'm going to switch to that right now, where you can see it on the screen now, but there it is right there. Our logo was created by uh, Mark and Izzy at Get Found STL. Uh, you guys did an amazing job. Thank you so much yeah. for being so patient with us. No, no, no. Thank you guys for letting us uh, collaborate and help you guys out as well. Awesome. And it says here that you are, you're proud to be part of, a, of, their, of their blooming story. So who's their blooming story? Who are you referring to? Your clients? I'm referring to the clients, yes. I just feel like we are different in a way that we're actually interested in our clients. We're actually interested in listening to their story. And... You know, we're not just there to 
get their money. We're actually there to help them. And when we when we see a client that flourishes, it makes us proud. Um, we're interested in small businesses and actually listening to what is it that their needs are. A lot of times businesses don't get the attention that they deserve. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's something that we're proud of. And, it, you know, it's, it's nice to see uh, the development of those clients or businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Y me encanta porque Esdi también habla español. Así es de claro, que si alguien sí. tiene ideas o necesita ayuda con su marca, este, definitivamente también les pueden ayudar. Exacto. Sí, yo me recuerdo que cuando empezamos inicialmente, you know, like, we really didn't know where to go with our logo, you know, like, we kind of had an idea, I mean, we definitely had a name by then, right, mm -hmm. uh, but we just didn't know what we wanted our logo to look like, so I really appreciate the support uh, that we got from you guys in helping us, you know, kind of like come to where we are right now with our logos and just the, the, the high quality files you guys provide us are really, really valuable to us. So thank you again for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So next up, it's going to be Carlos Restrepo. Carlos is... He's got a great smile, by the way. I just wanted to yeah, say that. I love he, that. He, I love it. I, can you, like, you that rub off on me? <laughs> he's, he's smiling. Stop I love it. it. <laughs> you, <laughs> now he's the same color as his shirt. You see what you uh, did? <laughs> no, I, what I mean is it's, it's more the, the vibe. It's but a welcoming smile, smile yeah, isn't it? My friends used to smile. call yeah. me Rosado. Como fue? in Colombia because Rosado. my chicks would get, like, pink all the time. Do? <laughs> Yeah. Decían rosado allá. Decían rosado. Oye, ya sabemos. The mean kids. The mean okay, kids. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's not call them that. <laughs> so Carlos is a bilingual communicator, graphic designer, freelance journalist, translation specialist, and public relations professional, committed to the betterment of the Hispanic and immigrant communities in St. Louis and beyond. Carlos, can you tell us what that means? Sure, and I'm also the membership manager of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Let's not forget my, about that. That's my full-time job. Pays the bills. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went, so when I came to the U.S. and I was in school, I had an English teacher, and I, and I came here when I was 15, and I was a sophomore in high school, and I really did not think my English was very good. But I had this English uh, teacher. Um, her name is Emily Jorgensen. And she was like, you should come to our newspaper. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way I can write. And she's like, no, I'm going to send your parents a letter. Why you come to the newspaper? I think you should really do it. So I did it. And I just fell in love with it. Like, almost immediately. It was so amazing. My English was terrible. Sometimes I look at this, the things I wrote back then. And it was really awful. But somehow <laughs> people put up with me. And it just made me fall in love with, with all of that world. And so... I went to uh, college for journalism, and I worked in the newspaper, then I worked at a homeless shelter, and in all, in all of those professions, I got to use my writing and graphic design that I learned in college to, you know, just to do just about everything. So right now, although I do incorporate those things to my full-time job, whenever somebody needs um, a job done where I can help, I will, of course, you know, volunteer my services if somebody needs them, or I should say sell my... Sell offer. my services. If offer. offer. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I don't think it's developed fully yet into a business, but it is definitely something that, that I'm passionate about. Nice. Yeah, definitivamente, cartas de restaurante, logotipos, páginas de internet, playeras, todo lo hace. Traducciones. 
yeah, it's just I I just it's I heard somebody said once that you can figure out what you love if when you're doing it you don't want to eat or go to the bathroom. Uh, whenever I'm designing something or <laughs> writing something, I I just I'm in that zone where like you just feel like you forget. Yeah, there could be a meteorite falling outside your window, but you're like so like it doesn't feel like work. So those are the things I love I love to do and. Yeah, I think, yeah, creativity is a, it's a really broad word and I feel like everybody has a, has a little bit of it and it's yeah. just a matter of developing into yeah. something that you like mm -hmm. you know, or love. So, so I, I was reading a little bit, um, some of the answers that you gave us whenever we sent you that email and then. Yeah, I see here, Izzy, that you're inspired by other creative thinkers and producers. Lo and behold, here I we are. Do, I do. <laughs> that is, yes. I do. I love learning about other people. And sometimes, you know, I have to be careful because people may think that you're trying to learn their secrets or their ins and outs of the business. But it's not. Like, I genuinely just want to learn everything. If I could shadow someone, like, on a, you know, like, on a day of work that like that would be amazing that's that's just how i'm inspired how i like to learn i like to know how people do things what makes them tick you know what is it that you know makes them you know what inspires them and what makes them work harder for you know whatever is it that they do so that's 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 just the way that i function yeah and you like to be involved in the in the whole process of it all of how like. things yeah the how things on. are developed yes i like to see how like all the ins and out of how things are made so that's true all right. So you actually started a, a store also. You know, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because you're doing pretty good in there. Yes. So that was my first, like, that was when I officially said to myself, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be ashamed of this. I'm actually going to make this official because when I started, it was just me selling headbands, you know, just a mom. And everybody loved it. And I didn't want to call it a business at first because I was afraid. I was just like, this is not a business. I'm just having fun. I'm just making headbands for my daughter. And soon enough, I had so many orders that I was busy. And then I started, you know, selling kids jewelry. And then that took off. And then I was like, well, maybe I can incorporate other things. And that's when clothes came in. Mm -hmm. And talk about failing forward. You know, there was a lot of aspects that, you know, we can incorporate about loved up into the you know into this conversation and so long story short i accumulated a lot of followers on instagram and then all of a sudden i offered clothes and i'm selling i didn't even have a website and here i am selling making a living and supporting my daughter selling clothes on instagram by just having people either send me a message on you know through dm but at that time it was all about comments it was all about you know leaving your paypal mm -hmm. um email under a comment like this is what I want you know the size that you want and send me an invoice and people would pay the invoice and I would ship their order and that was that was my first uh, real life experience in business and at that time I didn't realize what I had um, I you know I didn't fully appreciate it I feel like and um, now that I look back at it I, I truly believe that I was successful and that I built something um, later on, I 
let thoughts get in my head. I, I'm very much into handmade, which again goes back with supporting creatives. Mm -hmm. So I let thoughts get in my head like, oh, well, what I'm not doing, it's not ethical. Like, how is it that I like handmade, but I'm selling clothes that it's not handmade or it's not wholesale? And, and then all of a sudden I stopped and I don't, you know, up until this day, I ask myself, like, why did I stop? Yeah. Um, and, um, but I don't dwell on that. And now, um, you know, that's just one of the things that you learn from. And now I'm just, I just want to have my own designs and it's something that I'm working on. Um, and sometimes things like that need to happen for you to redirect yourself Absolutely. and come back stronger. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I really love the fact that you said that. It's not how many times you fail that sticks in your head, but mm -hmm. actually how often you rise above the challenges. Yes. I thought that was amazing because that's what we talked about often about failing forward is fear, fear and failure are part of life. Yes. So how do you keep going despite that? So I really love that you made that comment because it's like, okay, that happened, but guess what? I got up and I did something else. So I grew from the headbands to the children's clothing or to the adult clothing or I mean, even the Instagram thing, that's huge because, I mean, you really sell stuff on Instagram. I do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all over the board. I've also, I love to sell um, uh, or resell luxury items as well. So I'm always grasping for something. It's not just about loved up, you know. A lot of people say, like, you just have to focus on one thing. But I feel like, um, you know, maybe a lot of things can, you know, bring you or lead you to, to you know, to something that, you are meant to do and for yeah. me you know like you were saying I, I you know I really don't know for me it's just more um, you know all about ego like a lot of people when they fail it, you know their ego gets hurt and for me like I'm not afraid to uh, accept the blame like okay I failed because I you know I didn't hold myself accountable mm -hmm. and for me like I'm not I'm not uh, embarrassed to try again or to say Oh, I should have done this differently or I should have listened to my mentor or whoever advised me to do this. So I think for me, it's just I just take ego out the door and I just go for it again. Like I, I'm not embarrassed to yeah. fail again. I'm not afraid to say I did this wrong and I'm going to try again. So that's that's just the way that I, you know, go about doing things all over again. Yeah. If I don't do it right the first time. And, and I can appreciate that you said that because. I mean, uh, there are people out there, mentors, family members, friends, um, they really want the best for us. And they have all this great advice that they want to share with us. And Because, I mean, they truly want us to succeed. Yeah. Um, but at the but, end of the day, but at the end of the day, you sometimes you have to experience things for yourself. Oh, yeah. Right? Because, I mean, every time you get advice, it's, this is someone else's perspective. Uh -huh. Their perception based on their experiences, uh, uh, their challenges. And sometimes you don't have the same challenges or oftentimes you have to go through challenges yourself so that you can identify what am I here to do, you know, but you said something that I really, really liked and is that you don't have to pick one thing. You know what I mean? Like as, a, as a, I have a wife who's a creative um, and she loves everything creative, right? Mm -hmm. And I can appreciate the freeness that comes with being a creative and saying to yourself, I love all this stuff. I want to be a part of it. You know, going back to what you said, like you like to be part of the development challenge, you know, the, the development phase where things are being created. Like I can appreciate that. And I think that there's some freedom that comes with that. So I think it's liberating too. Right, right. What about you, Carlos? I know you've had you have some amazing stories about bouncing back and failing forward. So Carlos yeah, I, seen I, that. I was gonna say, well, Carlos has 
uh, an inspiration that goes back to his homeland. Yeah. So tell us about that. I forgot says, what I said. So, so, so it looks like you said when you're confused, when you're depressed, when you're feeling anxious, uh, you simply don't know what to do. You go back to Colombia. You look back yeah. at your parents, blood, sweat, and tears. That. Yeah. Well, I think like in a way, it's like something that makes me privileged. Like I actually feel a lot of times as, as immigrants, maybe they portray us as people who, you know, have less or are disadvantaged. And, and a lot of times that's the case. But I think that where you're an immigrant, you have this advantage that not a lot of people have. And I think it's important that we acknowledge that it is an advantage. And that is that you constantly look back at home and where you came from. And that gives you like this huge push of energy and, and wanting to do better. Yeah. Because you know what's on the other side and how hard life was over there. So, you know, even though it's not like something physical, I think like for a lot of us, just that thought of like, my God, you know, we had so little back at home and now we're in the U.S. I don't care what you want me to do. I'm going to try it. You know, I'm going to I'm going to sell on Instagram or, you know, I'm going to start a restaurant or a podcast because we're like, what's the worst that can happen? I constantly think like if the worst that can happen is that I have to go back home and sleep on the streets of Medellin where there's beautiful weather. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. That's the worst that can happen. I might as well, you know, give it my best because I know I like, I remember, you know, just how hard my parents worked and all of my friends to this day that I still keep in touch with from Colombia. They're working so hard and, and I always say most of the time I'm like, they're working so much harder than I am. Like they're just have this survival mentality of like, mm -hmm. we'll do whatever it takes to move forward. So yeah, sometimes I'm like a little depressed. I'm like, oh, this didn't work out. Or like, you know, this person was mean to me. And I'm just like, okay, snap out of it. Like, you know, you came from Colombia, you're here. There's so many opportunities. There's so many things you can do. Right. And it's not that it's bad to have those feelings of doubt and, and to feel lazy sometimes or to feel defeated sometimes. We'll go through those feelings, but but it is important to catch yourself and remember a little bit of perspective, like, you know, there's a lot of other people out there going through the same or worse stuff and right. they're getting ahead in life. So, yes, kind of snap out of it. I remember telling a younger colleague of mine a while back, she was still in college, and, and this was not, this is going to sound a little harsh, but I remember telling her in just in a loving way, like, life's got to beat you up a little bit. <laughs> like... You know, like, you just got to wait for life to yeah, be you because life yeah. is going to beat you up a little bit yeah. and you're going to be okay. Like, it's yeah. going to beat you up or maybe a lot. But, like, once you come out of the other side of that and you've been through all of this, you really look back and you're like, my gosh, I can do so much more now because all of those things happened back then. Like, every single thing that I can think of that made me cry or made me hurt or whatever, like, I can point at those specific things right now and be like, this is why I'm better now. And, you know, I think, like, we're some, so afraid of pain that we try to avoid it, but, like, pain is what makes you learn, you yeah. know? And that's not to sound, like, sadistic or anything like that, but it truly is the one thing that will make you learn, you know? It's when you go through some kind of struggle, so. And that's what I was talking about, embracing failure, right? Because I almost feel like failure is like a little graph or a plot where you can see and pinpoint those exact things that cost you to either react or act responsibly so that you're like, oh my gosh, like I hated being in the situation, but now that I'm out of it or mm. in retrospect, you know, had I gone in that direction, these five things were worse that could have happened to me. 
or a good thing that I went this way because now I met this one person, right? So even like when I think about how you met Leah, um, that was like you weren't sure if you were going to go to the party or not go to the party, and then you met her, right? Wait, you yeah. can't just like what's the story there? You can't just you can't just like say that and when then, you turn off the camera. Yeah, sorry. So go ahead, share that with us if you no, don't. No, 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 no. But I, I met Leah at a party that I wasn't sure I was going to go to. Okay, I will tell you the rest yeah. of the story. But okay. but it was so amazing because you know I met this wonderful woman, mm-hmm. uh, but I was not. I was literally just just enjoying myself being alone, actually like being away from everybody, just working hard. And like, I feel like when you're least expecting something, that's the best time for things to happen. And I think like that was the case in meeting my significant other that like I wasn't looking for it. It just kind of like happens. You just crash and you just let life, you know, happen. And so it's really the cool. ride. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that comes with, you know, being flexible. And I think when you're, you know, when you fail, you have to be flexible. Like, you know, in your ways, don't get set in your ways. Like you probably didn't want to go to that party, but you got out of your way and went. And I think that's mm-hmm. also important in failing forward because sometimes we're just so stuck in, you know, this is the way that I wanted it. And this is what I envisioned. And this is, you know, how I want things to progress. But sometimes, you, you know, that's just not how life works. And sometimes you just have to, you know, go with the flow. So being flexible, it's important too. And, you know, yeah. going forward. And also um, realizing that it's temporary. I mean, um, I don't know who even said this quote, so just to get it out there, this is not my quote. Great master. Uh, it's not my quote. Junior Lara. <laughs> but someone once said, you know, if you're going through hell, keep going. Don't stop. You know, and, you know, like to your point, like, just get out of your way. Like, don't just like bathe in it. You know, don't just sit there and just like bask in the pain. Just realize that this is going to pass. You know, and like you guys have both said some really great things today. You know, and a lot of it was, I look back, looking back now, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So realizing that even, even when you're going through the challenge right now, someday that's going to be in the past. And someday you're going to say, looking back now, I realized that I learned. So maybe it's just kind of like projecting yourself uh, into the future and saying, this is going to pass. Just like anything else, this is going to pass. What's the lesson? And focusing on that too, you know? Yeah, I like the part that we talked about letting go of your ego. Yeah. But I would also like to ask both of you, how do you or what kind of recommendations do you have for when people are in the stuff to ask for help or to keep going? Repeat the question when people so are like when, in, when, when, when are you're struggling? in the stuff, yeah. When you're okay. struggling, when you're failing or you're feeling like you're failing, how do you keep going? Because we talk about just keep going. But sometimes that's difficult. So, and I think part of the issue sometimes is we're afraid to ask for help. Oh yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Because once you ask for help, that you're you're corroborating that you've failed. You know, you don't <laughs> right. ask for help unless you're stuck. So, you know, when you when you reach out to someone, you don't, you know, you're pretty much letting them know, hey, I'm, I'm having a little trouble. And mm-hmm. again, it goes back to ego. Sometimes right. we don't like to do that. You know, right. for me. You know, I, I'm always so excited about talk because I have so many ideas. I'm just like your wife. Like, I have all these things that I want to do. And for me, like, um, you know, I want to talk about them. But I've learned, you know, sometimes you just got to, like, hold back on things and let things develop and marinate a little bit um, before you go on and talk about other things. But, you know, but going back to your question, I think one thing that I've learned is 
always hold yourself accountable to your failures. Like, oh. don't go place wow. blame on other people. Mm -hmm. Like, always hold yourself accountable. Like, this is my fault. It doesn't matter how many people were involved in the project, how many people you contracted to do things, how many people you hired. You alone are responsible for whatever happens in your life. You know, did you ask the right questions? Did you, did you, you know, um, look up the resume before you hired them? Somebody, sometimes we just go about our ways like, oh, you, you know, I, I like you, you know, you were recommended, but did you do your due diligence? I mean, you're investing money, right. you're investing time. Like, did you do your research? You know, did you listen to, you know, to your mentors or people that are in your life? Do they give you any clues? You know, these are all the things that sometimes it's so easy to go back and say, oh, like, it's just because he, he didn't come on time or he didn't do this or, you know, she told me to do this. But at the same, yeah. at, you know, at, at the end of the day, it all falls back on you because if anything happens, it's because you allowed it to happen. And it was your, you know, it was your responsibility to hold the people that you're placing blame on accountable. Right. You didn't, you didn't hold those people accountable. They failed you and therefore it's your fault. So for me, that is just my ultimate, you know rule of thumb when it comes to, you know, uh, failing and going and moving forward. It's just accepting the blame. I think, I think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think I would just add one thing, which is like, once you are like, I own up to this happening, like being kind to yourself, like oh, yeah, not absolutely. dwelling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not dwelling on the fact like, yeah, you made a mistake. You made a mistake, but let's, let's move on. Like right. let's now let's make this better. But I, but I do think that there comes like this awakening when you, you know, stop telling yourself lies about why it didn't work and you tell yourself this was my fault. When you own up to it, like you wake up and you, then you need to make yourself proud. Then it, it goes back to the ego and it's like, okay, I failed, but now I'm going to do this better. And I think that that's what comes with the whole owning it. it it's just another level of awakening. So, Yeah, and I think also too, like you said, when you... Once you own up to it, now you could go to the next step. All right, now what? You know, yeah. what's my next clue or what's my next step to make sure that I'm moving forward on whatever idea that I'm working on? Yeah, it's almost like closure. Right. When when you own it, it's it's closure to either continue to do it better or look up look you know for other ways to do it. Yeah. So. And how often would you say that um, sometimes you have to realize and the people around you to help pick you up? Sometimes I mean you know it's. I like the fact that you said, you know, that you hold yourself accountable. And I love the fact that you said, don't be too hard on yourself. You know, but the people around you, do they matter? Does it matter who you hang with? Does it matter who's in your circle? Oh. Or is it all on you 100% of the time? Absolutely. I, my favorite quote is, if you're the smartest in the group, you're hanging out in the wrong crowd. Like, yeah. it's just the wrong crowd. <laughs> you, I can never be the smartest person of the group. I always seek knowledge. And... It, it definitely matters who you're hanging out with. I, I, I'm a true believer that el que se junta con un perro, a ladrar aprende. Ya tú so, sabes. Sea bueno, sea malo, no importa lo que sea, eh, siempre tienes que andar con gente buena. <laughs> y que sean, que sean mejor que tú, que te puedan enseñar. Exacto. Uh, y que te puedan llevar a, a niveles eh, que tú no conoces o que... Um, que okay, tal vez ni te imaginabas sí. que Ahí está directamente cuando se inspira habla en español sí. <laughs> I love it yes maybe yeah 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 I like it 
It's, it goes back to the Latinos that we, the yeah. Latinos that we were talking yes. about. You it's know? almost like Sometimes when that you have Spanish to, song yeah. comes on. <laughs> yes. Yep. yes. You want to say something profound. It just yes. sounds better in Spanish. It, it does. does. It really does. Hey, it's the most yeah. romantic language. <laughs> so. Yes. 100% agree with that. Yeah. No biases here. No biases. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> what about you, Carlos? What are your thoughts? Does it matter who you hang with? You agree? Disagree? Yes. I also think that... Um, Life will send you people that you might be like, why is this person around me? <laughs> I am so annoyed or they're not bringing something good. But I think even those people can teach you something, you know, and so you can't avoid who life sends you. I mean, you can definitely choose like circles you want to be a part of amazing mentors and people that you're surrounded yourself with. But there are so many times that we get a phone call or we have to deal with someone who's like, really difficult you just very very difficult and and we all do it this is not a sign of like being good or bad but we all get annoyed and we place blame on that person for troubles like this person's sucking the life out of me or whatever but i think if we stop to think like what is the situation what is the situation teaching me sometimes it's like you're learning so much more than anybody else around your life when you're around this person that may mm -hmm. be difficult um I think that you just never know how life goes around, goes back and, you know, and turns that into something that's a positive situation. Um, I don't know. I just, I, whether it was when I was in, in the newspaper or, you know, when I was dealing with a client, when I was dealing with a, a superior that I thought, like, this is not a great situation to be around. I mean, again, still to this day, I point back to that personal situation where, like, I'm glad that happened. Mm -hmm. Like it was painful. I hated this person or I felt like very strongly about this person at the time. But now I'm like, because I dealt with them, now I have experience on how to deal with that particular situation. And there's still, like, who knows what else is ahead? Who knows who I'm going to meet? Yeah. It's going to be a pain in the butt. Uh, but it really, I mean, again, it's all about like the scars that you get. Uh, Gabriela knows I can do some kickboxing and stuff just recently. And like, again, every time you get hit, Every time you get hit, that's when you really understand the concept. Every time, like, you're out there and you and you feel a little pain, it's like your brain immediately, like, now understands, like, okay, this is what you're supposed Don't to move do. move in that yeah. direction because yeah. you're going to get yeah. hit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, if you move right in front of the glove and this person punches you, you know you're never going to do it again because, like, your brain now understands <laughs> it for real. And I think, like, talking about, yeah, I'm talking about pain and failure or good people or bad people. I feel like that there's not... Those are things that are very, um, um, oh, how do you say it? Like, they're you're, not real. Good or bad is not real. Painful or, or not, it's not real. Like, it's just on what you do afterwards, you know? Like, yeah. how you react to it? Exactly. And so, yeah. like, I mean, if it wasn't, I mean, if it wasn't for pain, we wouldn't be here. You know, if it wasn't for the pain of growing up or like learning how to ride a bicycle or whatever. So, I think, um, you sometimes will choose who you surround yourself with, but many times life is just going to drop a relative or, you know, el primo <laughs> or el, la tía chismosa. La vecina. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, la vecina. Yeah. <laughs> la vecina peleando con, con, su, con su novio. Like, <laughs> you're like, why me? Like, that's, I mean, and that's a thought that we all have. Like, why is this happening to me? You know, and it's because that's the way life is. And then you just have to 
deal with it and then know that later on you'll be better for it for having dealt with it. Right, right. I feel like, you know, to your point, there are people who are placed in our lives to help us get a PhD in life. You yeah. know, <laughs> you're like, they're here. Their main goal is, okay, what's my lesson? So I, I love that you share that. Uh, and I want to thank the two of you from the bottom of my heart to, uh, first of all, for coming here. Uh, and for exposing yourself the ways you have. I mean, th this is amazing the way that you guys just say, you know what, I make mistakes um, and I learn from them. And guess what? I'm going to continue to make mistakes. Uh, but here's my story. Uh, and hopefully what I'm, what I'm sharing here today is going to help other people, you know, un embrace their mistakes better, you know, essentially. Wait, is this podcast over? Are you like I wrapping know, it, it up? Almost, almost. almost. It's been only okay. like two minutes. <laughs> almost. So, so, so we are we are having such a good time. It's been thirty-two minutes, believe it or not. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, awesome. thirty-two minutes. That's so much of a good time we're having. But if you have more to share, I mean, by all means. What more would you like to share? I would like actually for them both to share because we asked them a couple of questions mm -hmm. and they both had great answers to um, what would be advice that they would give other people. Oh, yes, of course. So if you guys could share that, I know if I, you want me to remind you or advice, you, about what? advice that you could impact on the audience. And you said you can both be kind and stand firmly for what you believe. And I love oh, that yeah. because oftentimes we feel that we can only be one or the other. So will you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, I think this was truly a realization that I've had in this last mm -hmm. couple of years, thanks to communications training. If I can give a shout out to Angel Jimenez and Judy Ryan. Do it. have done some amazing communications training here at the Hispanic Chamber. Um, they, I used to have this sense of like, okay, the people who stand up for themselves are very, seem very aggressive, you know, and I am not an aggressive person. And I always felt like those who said exactly what they wanted, like at a restaurant or whatever, it, they always came across to me as like being this person who was aggressive. Not necessarily bad, but just who had an attitude that Hard. they didn't care. And I'm always like wanting to make sure I don't hurt other people's feelings. But then after having this communication story, I realized that like, you can have both. You can demand what you want without putting the other person down. You can tell somebody, I understand where you're coming from. I feel your pain or I understand the words that you're saying and I connect with you and I also want this for myself. And that that has been like one of the biggest lessons I've learned the last couple of years because before I always felt like, you know, either conform to whatever else, whatever somebody else was telling you to do or be very aggressive and kind of like in a fighting stance of like, I either get this or I'm going to be mad. So it's winning or losing. But yeah, there's, yeah, so you can still, you know, even in the most basic things, like you can, somebody sends you the steak and it's, you know, it's well done rather than, than raw. You don't have to be mad at the server. You don't have to tell him that he doesn't know how to do their job or whatever. You can tell him, hey, I understand if this was a mistake. Um, I really love my steak, medium <laughs> rare. And if it's a possibility to change it, that's great. You know, I really appreciate that. And you're standing up for what you want, right? I know this is like a silly example, but I'm hungry. So, <laughs> you know, and you can yeah, still like be firm on that. Like, I really <laughs> like this without making him feel like, you know, like he doesn't know what he's doing. Because, you know, you don't have to do those things. So you can always don't hold yourself back from telling people what you want. 
Mm -hmm. um, but I also don't put people down to get what you want because I think more times than not that won't lead you anywhere. Yeah. So. Um, I have something to add to that. It's probably not in the same realm, but I think it connects in a way that you know, sometimes we're all so, so caught up in the negative. It's like, oh my gosh, I did this wrong. I did, but like, we don't take the time to celebrate the small victories. And, you know, we, we think that we need to make a certain amount of money or that our business needs to be this size or that we need to have this storefront or that we need to have these, you know, many followers on our, you know, page or, you know, however is it that we measure success. I think sometimes we just need to take a step back and just celebrate even like small everyday life you know, victories, you know, if you got up a little early or if you, you know, made a healthy mm -hmm. meal or if you took the time to smile to someone, what, you know, whatever it is, just, you know, just give, give yourself a little pat on the back and just say, hey, you know, I did that today. Like for me, it's just, you know, really hard for me to stay focused. So I've been writing things down and I did like, I'm honestly, I don't know how to use a, an agenda. So I've been teaching myself and every time I write something down, I'm like, Oh, look at me. Like, I have, you know, I have, like, three so events that I wrote down. And, you know, and, like, I feel proud of little achievements like that. That's and awesome. I think it's so important to just, you know, just be kind. Like you said, you know, when I was saying, like, hold yourself accountable, but at the same time, just, you know, just be kind to yourself. And also break away from whatever is it that's bothering you, whether it's a failure or just something small. Just break away and come back with a clear mind and you know you'll probably find the answer because sometimes we're just like our mind is just so cluttered that we mm -hmm. can even see clear sometimes because we're so focused on the negative so that's that's my food for thought yeah. and you also had a, a, another little nugget of advice when you talked about we all want to win mm. yeah yeah I think and we all do and like I was saying you know we, we all just want to celebrate the big stuff mm -hmm. and we all want to win but sometimes you know, failing is part of it, and yes, we want to win, but in those winnings, like, we also have to, we have to fail before we get to the, you know, to the top, so, and you just got to keep trying, because only when you try, you win, right. and that's just how it is, that's just life, Yeah. as cliche as that sounds. I don't, I don't think it sounds cliche, I think it sounds great, but just to quote Izzy here, we all want to win, by trying to, not to fail, you lose every time. That's right. I love that. Quote when you stay in safe. Izzy Polanco. <laughs> Izzy Polanco. When Quote you try it. to stay in the bubble. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. So I know we're going to go ahead and wrap up because we are going on our 40-minute mark. But can you both share uh, how we can, people can get a hold of you, whether it's your uh, social media pages or your company pages, so that if anybody's interested in reaching out, that they could do that? Yeah, absolutely. So my email is izzy at getfoundstl.com. Um, I also have a page where I encourage women to embrace their curly hair. It's more about fashion, motherhood, co-parenting, and is I um, am so am Izzy I E Z Z Y P. That's Instagram, um, and again Izzy at getfoundstl.com. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm still the only Carlos Restrepo in St. Louis, so if you just Google that, <laughs> I don't have Google a, me. I don't have a business page, but I did brand my like social media with Carlos R. And then the word reporter, so like Carlos Restrepo, reporter. And so like if you type that on Google, you, you get Let me a, just make sure that I'm following you. You get a hit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and, and my Facebook, don't get scared. Like you can get to it by facebook.com forward slash Carlos R. Reporter. Uh, but then you'll see Carlos Andres Restrepo Torres. And that's like my full name. <laughs> so my family can so make him find me. It's still him. It's, it's still him. It's a very common name, believe it or not. So I need to put I all four names. Phone. 
Yeah, so I put all four names to make sure that, that my friends and family back home can find me. Uh, but really, just find me in person the third Thursday of the month at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Business After Hours because you can, yeah. I if I get a friend request from you, I'm going to be like, who are you? Who's you this? know, and whatever. Just just come find me in person. Is this a good person God's putting in my life? <laughs> <laughs> or is this the PhD person? <laughs> yeah, come, come watch some soccer. You can find me at the soccer park too. And we're also we're also going to put uh, Izzy's and Carlos' information in our post. So we'll um, definitely get stalkers. Yes, you will. Like it or not. Yay. <laughs> so as long we, as they're not creepy, it's okay. <coughs> right. We can't make any promises. <laughs> so, I'll send them your way. No, no, please. So we have one last question for you guys. Uh, and this is, there are no wrong answers at all, just like this, this entire uh, um, conversation. And that is, uh, as you guys know, the name of our podcast is Authentico. Um, but authentico can mean different things to different people. So, would you mind sharing with us? Uh, we can start with Izzy uh, if you're okay with that. Drink some water. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we can start with Izzy, um, and can you tell us what authentico means to you? Ooh, that's very yeah. You, that's a good question. I think just authentico is just not being afraid to be yourself. Just uh, you know. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. It doesn't matter how other people perceive you. It's just always believing or sticking up for what you believe and just not caring. Just staying true to yourself. And, you know, I, I, you know the, the word it's self-explanatory. Like you said, it could mean a lot of things. But at the end of the day, I think it's just, it just it is what it is. It's just staying true to yourself. Nice. And, you know, like we all have roots and it's just, you know, maintaining those roots alive. Nice. You know, and deep. So, very cool. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah. What about you, Carlos? What does authentico uh, mean to you? <coughs> Sorry, authentic was acknowledging that sometimes things are not going well. I'm coming <laughs> back from a cold, so yeah. <coughs> I'm sorry. So this is authentico. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. <coughs> sometimes, sometimes you can't do anything about it. You're just um, you're coughing or you're making a fool out of yourself or whatever, <laughs> but you. Acknowledge that you're just being you, and that's just how life is. So you just have to embrace life and not let it bring you down, no matter like where you are. <coughs> this is uh, from New York. <laughs> New York cold. Um, so anyway, um, just acknowledge that you have flaws. Like I feel like whenever I see someone who I think like they look kind of fake, is because I always see them not acknowledging their flaws mm. or like pretending to be perfect. Oh, yes, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. and, and when you're authentic, people see that because I think we can all see, you know, we all want to relate. The more flaw and vulnerable we seem to the world a lot of times, the more I'm like, I like this person because they're not pretending to be somebody else. So, you know, your flaws may be a positive, you know, so like embrace them. They may be that thing that actually makes other people want to be around you because they know like I can relate to you. And we all have the same things happen to us generally in life. We go through a lot of the same heartbreaks, a lot of the same difficult situations. Sometimes we go through a lot of the same sickness. You know, we'll get a cold or we break our arm. And when we find someone who's like, it's okay, it's not you. It happens to me too. You're like, you're like really? Mm -hmm. Whatever that is, you know? Yeah. Like, even like being fired from a job. You know, if you feel like that's so bad and you meet someone who's like, it's okay, I've been fired from a job too. You're like, wow. Thank you, you know, because you, you open up to that. So it's just being being true to your own vulnerabilities and 
you know, knowing that there's nothing wrong with that. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> As I say that, I pray I need to shut up now. <laughs> it doesn't get any more authentic, by the way. This is so yeah. true. This is so true. So we are coming to you raw, being authentic. <laughs> yeah. cough drops out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much yes. again. Believe it or not, it's been 45 minutes. Yay. Uh, that's how time that's flies how, when you're having fun isn't it I mean doesn't yeah. it right so uh, seriously though thank you so much for thank exposing you. yourself uh, you guys are some amazing leaders uh, and I can guarantee you that there's a lot of people out there that will learn from your experiences and, and your insight uh, and sometimes it just you just gotta step up and I mean that's why we started this podcast Gabby and I is we wanted to be able to highlight the the leaders in our community and share your stories which is exactly what you guys did and you guys took it home so thank you yeah thank well you. no I actually want to say thank you guys for stepping up to the plate and actually representing our community in St. Louis because as we know you know there's a need for it and I'm just happy that you guys are you know doing it so it's it's very much appreciated thank, thank you very much all right, so we are going to wrap up. Uh, we're going to be sharing Izzy's and Carlos' uh, contact information, social, social media, media. contact yeah. information. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us today. We are Authentico Podcast. Gabriela Ramirez, Arellanos, and myself come to you every single Wednesday. Stay tuned once a month for these roundtable discussions where we're going to be keep bringing to you the leaders in the community to share their stories and discuss different topics. So let us know if you like it. Please share on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. You can find us on AuthenticoPodcast.com. 